Dear listener, what if I told you you could stop the spread of COVID just by chewing gum? Would that be like something you'd be interested in? I think everybody would be all for that right now. All right. So producer wife might be on board. Well, we're going to delve into that here in segment three of the Soul of Wisdom. I am Dan. She is Beth. It might be hard if you didn't have teeth, though. No, you. it's gum. You just gum it. Yeah, but then you're not really chewing it. Your father doesn't have many teeth. He would argue that he chews, I think. Okay. He does rip apart meat still, somehow. Yeah, he does. I'm not sure how. All right, now that we've shared too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to dig into that story here in a moment. In segment two, we opened up the Star Wars advent calendar and we found the little, the little thing. This is the little thing. Um, Maybe it's a radar gun to um, track the speed of the snowball shooter. I don't know. So uh, if you're visually gifted, you're looking at this on camera right now. Um, if you know what this thing is, email us questions at soulwisdom.com or uh, leave a comment if uh, you are on YouTube or Rumble and tell us what the hell this thing is. Uh, it looks like some kind of tracker or radar or uh, I don't know what, but... They should I really mean, put explanations. They should, but they don't. Um, they just give... Some of it's obvious. Yeah. Like yesterday we had the sand people. Yeah. He, he was clearly a sand people. Yeah. This, I, I, I don't completely know what they're getting at here. But whatever. Maybe we just need to go back and watch The Mandalorian and then we would figure it out. But we don't have time to we go back watch We have watched it. We have. To just to clarify. <clears throat> well, I didn't commit to memory every single little item that was in The Mandalorian. No, no I didn't either. So, so I don't know what that is. But again, if you know, questions at soulwisdom.com. Okie dokie. Speaking of which... Uh, visit us at soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. You will find links to past episodes. You will find our stores because that is how we make our money. We do handmade jewelry and we do paintings and we sell various other items at discounts and we have teachable courses and we have a tip jar and we are very much self-employed and would love your support. Yeah. So that... Uh, also, if you have not listened to segment one today, go back and look at segment one, and then I implore you to share it with everybody you know, because we talk about something called civil forfeiture. I don't know if you know what that is, but if you don't, it will shock you. I don't care what your political leanings are. It is bad for all of us. So share it and let's get to the word out on that. Yeah. Righto? Yep. All right. What do you say we learn about COVID chewing gum? Yes. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Not that one. This one. But is that, that's not what's up there though. Hang tight. There we go. Switching error. That Fixed happens. now. All right, before this becomes a complete train wreck, <clears throat> this from Newsweek. Could a chewing gum reduce COVID-19 spread? Researchers believe it can. Researchers at the University of Pennsylvania are working to create a special chewing gum that could help reduce the spread of COVID-19 by trapping the virus so a person can't transmit it to someone else. Experts agree that vaccines are the best way to combat the COVID-19 pandemic, but it's also known that vaccinated people can still transmit the virus. The University of Pennsylvania researchers are hoping that their chewing gum will give people a low-cost way to further the COVID-19 spread. 
to further prevent. I was going to say. <laughs> well, you know, it might go the other way too. Heaven only knows. <clears throat> this gum offers an opportunity to neutralize the virus in the saliva, giving us a simple way to possibly cut down on a source of disease transmission. Henry Danielle, a professor at University of Pennsylvania School of Dental Medicine and a leader of the research, told Penn Today. The gum contains plant-grown ACE2 proteins, which showed in laboratory studies to neutralize the SARS-CoV-2 virus. When researchers exposed saliva samples from COVID-19 patients to the modified chewing gum, they found the levels of viral RNA were drastically reduced to the point that the virus is almost undetectable. Uh, Henry's approach of making the proteins in plants and using them orally is inexpensive, hopefully scalable, and is really clever, uh, said Ronald Kalman, a virologist at Penn Medicine. Uh, reducing the viral, viral load of the virus should limit the risk of transmission, according to the study, and may help reduce the severity of COVID-19. Uh, the research is still in early stages. The results... Or the researchers are working on getting permission to conduct a clinical trial. Should the gum work, Pendaday reported it could be used in situations where people need to be in close proximity, such as dental cleanings. Are you supposed to chew the gum while you're getting your teeth cleaned? Yeah, that would be weird. That's weird. We are already using... Sounds like a choking hazard. Yeah, it does, actually, yeah. yes. We are already using masks and other physical bar barriers. This gum could be used as an additional tool in that fight. Uh, before researchers can bring their chewing gum to market, they have to determine how much of it should be used per day, which will be based on how long it takes the virus to replicate. However, if it does prove to be an effective tool, Danielle told, said hundreds of millions of chewing gum could be produced within three months. Okay. Hundreds of millions of pounds? Hundreds of millions of sticks? It literally said hundreds of millions of chewing gum. Okay. I don't know what that means. It's sloppy writing. They need a copy editor at Newsweek, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a couple of sloppy spots there that I skipped over. You know, it often sounds when I'm reading these things like I'm tripping over my words. I'm not. I'm trying to to translate the words <laughs> that were already tripped over. Yeah. It's messy. They're, the writing is so bad at so many places now, it's unreal. Yeah. All right, that aside, this thing's really weird. It is. Um, kind of cool, though. It's kind of cool. I see a couple of pitfalls. Uh, first off, um, because this is how this stuff rolls, they're going to rush this thing out, and then we're going to find out four or five years later that everybody's got mouth cancer or some stupid thing. <clears throat> the other thing um, is the fact that it's inexpensive. Which means nobody will want to use it. Yeah. Do you honestly think that Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and BioNTech and all the others are going to be hip to the idea of a of a low cost option? I I don't think so. I mean, call me call me cynical, but you know, it is really good right now to be a drug company who is making a uh, vaccine. Yeah, what they need to do is get uh, cooperation from another big company that doesn't have ties to the drug industry. Um, that's like, like a candy man Yeah, like a candy manufacturer or something that would want to make bank on it to just give them all the middle finger. So like the Wrigley's extra gum, the extra is now that it fights COVID? Yeah. That's an interesting idea. But, you know, the FDA will get involved. 
and say, well, you can't make a medical claim because your product isn't medicine. That's true. <clears throat> so I think that's a problem, too. So it would have to be like the, um, like, Nicorette or something. Again, the FDA will get involved. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, but I mean, for a brand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Wrigley's could, could probably technically do it, but they still have to declare it as a medicine. They would. So I think they'd still run into um, to all sorts of resistance there. I mean, I don't mean to be cynical. I don't mean to be Debbie Downer. I just don't, I just don't see a low-cost option <clears throat> making it through. I'd like to believe that that were the case, but not when these companies are making money hand over fist. Yeah, that's a good with point. These, with these vaccines, which, you know... There was an announcement earlier today where it was really murky, but it was argued by several people, and I kind of read it this way too, that they're now saying as many as six shots. Oh, goodness. Because the way the, the, way the statement sounded was that they wanted the original two, and then a booster, and then they were going to come up with an Omicron one that would need three. So it'd be like six total. Nice. So... They'll they'll keep this gravy train moving as long as they can because they're making good money that way. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if they'd make as much money on the cheap chewing gum, but I love the innovation. It's a cool idea. It is a cool idea. Um, until <laughs> until it becomes like required on like all domestic flights, you know you've got you've got the flight attendants walking around with a little stick to whack you on the head if you're not chewing your gum. Like the Catholic nuns. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be perfect. So we'll keep an eye on this one and see where it goes. But I think for now we leave it there because we just wanted to finish with kind of this weird, bizarre story because we had some heavier stuff for segments one and two. Yeah. Uh, but again, I will implore you one more time. If you have not looked at segment one today, go back and do that and then share it with everybody you know. Because producer wife, you can disagree with me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's one of the more important episodes that we've done. Yeah. Because I think it affects everybody and it's heinous. So you need to go take a look at that. Yeah. With that having been said, we do appreciate you listening. Please do visit us at soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. Please like, subscribe, and definitely share. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.